Welcome back to Scott Riffs. Where has CrossFit missed the mark? And I want you to listen closely because she does something very tricky here that really pissed me off. You are not presenting accurate facts. You are manipulating what you're presenting to suck people into your narrative. CrossFit takes note or gets out of the way. One or the other, because this train's moving forward because of people like you. Some I'm too much of an alpha at times uh, to want to uh, conform too much. And I would rather be all of me. And we are here. What's going on, everybody? We are live. It is another episode of Scott Riffs. And tonight, uh, it's an exciting one. I'm going to bang that drum again about how CrossFit seems to only tell us about the top five or those athletes that get a million followers on Instagram. So what I'm going to do, um, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I would watch late night old time TV with my mom. Um, it's something we did for a long time growing up. I would watch Dragnet. I would watch Barnaby Jones. I would watch a lot of those old shows and one of them opened up. There's a million stories in the naked city. And my response to that is there are a million stories in CrossFit and we only tell five. Why? When you look at the history of what people cling to, in my opinion, Rocky is the greatest sports movie ever, ever. Why? Because he had nothing. He had nothing. And that during that movie, he gains self-respect. He gains a future wife. He gains a life that he can lead. That's why people love that movie. What CrossFit seems to want to do is they want to produce a movie named Apollo. The people that have already made it, the people that already have all the money and all the cash and the fancy gym and the fancy cars, let's keep making movies about them. So I am going to highlight two athletes that I think have amazing stories and they have something very um, distinct in common. And that is that they have never, ever been featured in a CrossFit documentary. And both have had one featured article done by mainstream media. And so, and this is the, the, Male I'm going to feature is a three-time CrossFit Games athlete, two times as an individual, one time on a team. The female I'm going to feature is a three-time individual CrossFit Games athlete. 
that and alone, you would think that many times at the games, both have been there three times. Neither one has been featured in a documentary. Nice guess, Kenneth, but Sam Dancer has been featured in documentaries. So uh, the first person was a high school wrestler. High school wrestler. In his senior season, he finished second in the state of Iowa. Now, if you know anything, anything about the state of Iowa, wrestling is not a sport. It is a religion. And at when that match was over, this athlete did an interview, and I'm going to share it with you. Uh, he is very young in this video. He shares a he shares a story. They ask him what's next because in Iowa, if you come in second in the state, most likely you are going to a Division one school to wrestle. And he says in this interview that he that's not what he's going to do. And so I'm going to share that real quick. competing in CrossFit instead of kind of start getting out of wrestling. I'll probably do tournaments here and there in the offseason and whatnot and stay competitive in it, but I'm not sure it's something I want to continue in college. Okay. So here is an Iowa State wrestler, an Iowa State wrestler who comes in second place and tells the announcer that he is foregoing, foregoing college wrestling to compete in CrossFit. Now we had the privilege of having this person on our podcast and it was his first ever podcast. He told us in that podcast that when he made that announcement, he had never done a CrossFit workout yet. He had just seen it on TV and he knew that he was going to do it and he knew that he was going to do it well. He then went on to go to college start competing in CrossFit, went to the games on CrossFit Kilo, did that in 2019. He then moves back home to be a pig farmer. Raising pigs full-time on the farm and training to be a CrossFit Games athlete. And... How is that story not compelling? How is it not compelling? Here's a kid who finishes second in the state in wrestling before he ever does a CrossFit workout, announces to the world that I am forgoing wrestling and I'm going to compete in CrossFit. Then goes to college, makes it to the games on a team, moves back home to work on the pig farm. And in that did crazy, crazy workouts, crazy workouts where he would attack his deficiencies time after time after time. And just like Rocky had to overcome being five foot four, that is smaller than the average female CrossFitter. How in the world does that story not get told? CrossFit has never featured him in a documentary. He has had one feature article in Morning Chalk Up the year he was a rookie at the games in the individual 
on the individual side. And that year they did a feature article on every rookie going to the games. Other than that, you can't find anything on Colton Mertens that hasn't been done by the unofficial media, the Sevons, us, um, people like that. Other than that, he has not been featured at all. And just to show you like the crazy stuff that he's done, and I'm sure you guys have all seen this. Um, I'm going to share my screen real quick again. Um, Colton working out in these temperatures that are insane over the past few days. Um, there he is out there running and you'll see in a minute, uh, as he's running through the snow, 200 meter runs on gravel, uh, covered by snow. And if we go back, uh, this thing, the, the negative seven degrees Fahrenheit doing rope climbs outside legless on the tree. A man that does this kind of th stuff, how does he never, ever get featured um, in a CrossFit documentary? I, I am blown away. So then let's go to our female athlete. Female athlete. Oh, and, and Elise, you are correct. I need to tell a story. Like Colton is one of the nicest people I have ever, ever met in this sport. Um, after the Granite Games, when he finished fifth to qualify for the Games, he sat and talked to me in the lobby at the hotel for a good hour um, at the end of that weekend after doing three days of the hard work to get to the Games and just kind of hang out. There was no, this was no media. We had no cameras, no microphones, no nothing, just sitting around shooting the shit and having a great time him and Allie and I, and it was amazing. Such, such a fun time. <laughs> people, good people like that should be featured um, by CrossFit as an inspiration. Here's a guy who doesn't meet the standard height, doesn't meet the standard weight. And yet he's such an inspiration to so many people. And, and, and he, sh he needs to be commended for that and highlighted for that. So my female athlete that I'm going to feature is also a three-time games athlete, an amazing, amazing person as well. Uh, super nice. One of the nicest people in the sport. And this athlete, this athlete, not only is she a three-time games athlete, but she won 12 national championships in five other sports not CrossFit, five other sports. So this woman may be considered one of the greatest athletes that we have ever seen uh, as a female in the world. <clears throat> I'm going to show you um, her Taekwondo exploits and this isn't even her number one sport
How would you like to meet that in a dark alley? So this athlete won the junior Pan American Games when she was younger and had to make a choice as to whether she wanted to make the Olympics and thought she had a better shot in another sport. So she gave up Taekwondo to focus on hockey, uh, to try to make the Olympic games in hockey. And uh, that just blows me away. I love watching her do that stuff. And uh, it's amazing. You guys are getting it. It is Carolyn Prevo, um, one of the most amazing athletes. She went into hockey. She did not make the Olympic team, but she went to the University of Wisconsin in the Big Ten, one of the best female hockey systems uh, in college sports here in the United States. And she won two, uh, two national championships with the Wisconsin Badgers. She also won national championships in soccer in Canada, as well as indoor soccer and broomball. Uh, Yash, that is not MMA training. Uh, we had her on the podcast. That is just when she needs to like release stuff and kind of just go have fun. That's her idea of going and having fun is doing Taekwondo and she says beating up Bob because uh, that dummy's name is Bob and she just rips it up uh, going up against Bob. So in addition to that, she is a teacher full-time in Canada in a French-speaking school where she teaches phys ed, math, and science. There was a day where we celebrated the athlete who worked a full-time job um, like that, yet Carolyn has never been featured in a CrossFit, in a CrossFit documentary. <laughs> she had one article about the fact that at her school, she opened up an affiliate for the kids in her school, um, got equipment donated, got an affiliate right there in her high school where the kids could work out and she could teach them CrossFit. That should have been featured in an article. It was done by the morning chalk up. They did do that. But other than that, all these other things that she has done in her life, none of them have been featured by mainstream media. None of them have made it into a CrossFit documentary. What I find appalling is you have these two people who are not only amazing athletes, but amazing people. They are the perfect person to inspire us average CrossFitters to get into the affiliate. They are amazing athletes, but they also, they work everyday jobs, just like you and me. They train in their off time and somehow pull all of this off and do amazing things. I mean, Carolyn was a rogue record breaker in the deadlift. She still holds the record. I think it is for most deadlifts in 60 seconds um, to this day. <laughs> she is still to this day playing professional hockey in Canada and the United States and just made the CrossFit games last year. 
just competed at Rogue uh, this year and doing all those other things at the same time. So how can we change this? Because if I go to Google and I did this earlier today and I put in, I put in Mal O'Brien, Mal O'Brien, I get four CrossFit documentaries that pop up right away. I put in Danny Spiegel, someone who is, who overall has not done as well as Carolyn at the games, who has not competed as much as Carolyn at the games and who has not done all these other things that have these crazy things in the, in, in other areas that Carolyn has done. And yet you put in Danny Spiegel and documentaries shoot up to the top immediately. So I love it, Nick. I love the fact that fit wars is out there for athletes like this, because when you put Colton in fit wars and our podcast and Sevon's podcast are the things that pop up because nobody else is, um, is helping these athletes get exposure and this, they can't support themselves without that support. CrossFit is actually doing them a disservice by not featuring them in a documentary. And how many times do we have to see the same people over and over and over again? I have nothing against Mal O'Brien. I have nothing against Danny Spiegel, but I want to see all the other people that are out there on the floor so that I can pick who I want to root for. I know who is good at what, who is not good at what, um, all these things. It just, as you guys said at the beginning of the podcast, this is Scott Rage, and I'm trying to contain it so that I can actually speak. So we need to do something about that. Thank, thank goodness for people like Nick who are doing Fit Wars, where we're going to get to feature these people who don't always get the exposure that everybody else does. And we can find out about them, why they do what they do, what makes them tick. Um, that's what makes this sport great. And it just baffles my mind that CrossFit would rather produce Apollo than produce Rocky. <clears throat> Rocky won the Academy Award. Apollo never got made. Why in the hell is CrossFit trying to do something that is not that is not uh, conducive to the underdogs in this sport. With that, I'm going to say good night. Uh, I try to keep these down to about 20 minutes. Um, I want to thank you all. You guys have been all so supportive uh, through this. Uh, I'm already working on my next one. I'm hoping to get into a groove where these become easier and easier for me to do. But your support and what you guys have said in the comments has been amazing. I want to thank you all for jumping on. I can't wait to see you on the next one. Um, If you're so inclined tonight, I'm jumping on with Justin Cutler in about an hour to talk about Prince and the top five songs that we think Prince did, um, plus whatever else Justin wants to talk about. And then tomorrow morning, our very own Cat Shear will be on the Sevon podcast. So make sure you go check that out and hear her um, and hear, hear her origin story and 
how she got to where she is today. Thank you so much. We will see you next time on the Clydesdale Media Presents Scott Riffs. 